Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It might not be a talent thing, though. It might be a buy-in thing. What do you mean by that? Well, because I think the Kings do have an issue coming up this offseason. And I get my jokes off about Mike Brown hating Kevin Herter. I think Kevin Herter might hate Mike Brown, too. Might be getting to that point. And I and I joke with the word hate, but I'll 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 take the funny off of it and be serious. Mike Brown and Kevin Herter don't work together. I don't think Mike Brown wants Kevin Herter on this team anymore, and I don't think Kevin Herter wants to be on this team anymore. I'll rephrase that. I don't think Kevin Herter wants to play for Mike Brown anymore. Here's the line from last night. Kevin Herter, who sat the final this is a tweet from Chris Biederman. Kevin Herter, who sat the final 20 minutes and 12 seconds tonight, was asked about the Nuggets' big run in the second and third quarters. Kevin said, I don't know if I could put my finger on one thing. I wish I was out there to help us, though. He declined to elaborate. And that's the thing, too. But that's like- not one. And again, it's one of those things where it's not one. And this, this, is, this is kind of the theme of the day. It's not one thing. It's not what he said last night. It's this entire season dating back to training camp, dating back to the Chris Dorote conversation, and the various what are we doing with Kevin Herter, Chris Duarte stuff that happened throughout the year. And I have no clue, too, like what caused it, I guess. Because we, we went from the playoffs or whatever and feel how you want about Herter in the playoffs, but it's like what happened between them? Mike wants guys to play a certain way defensively, and I don't think Kevin is capable of doing it. Hmm. And if you disagree, go watch the second quarter of the Spurs game. And that's it. And then come back and tell me that you, you and if my assessment is off, it's off. Cause this is my opinion. Yeah. This isn't a conversation with Mike Brown. This isn't uh, something someone told me. This is a hundred percent. My opinion. I don't think Mike Brown thinks Kevin Herter, what he does on the defensive end can get this team where they, where they want to go. And I don't think you're, you're wrong in saying that. Um, but I don't, I think we both don't agree Mike Brown has handled that the right way. 100%. He, do they do they need him? That, like Kevin Herter? Kevin Herter. I'm not saying like 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 Hell as far yeah. as like the rest of the season like we know what the Absolutely. teams are now like yeah. getting to the playoffs like can Mike can Mike keep doing this? That's what I'm asking. No. No. And that, like no. They, they won't change their no. fortunes if he keeps if he doesn't get Kevin Herter on track. All right, that's no. my question right there though. Nope. They need him bad. They they yeah, they need him. Like, what happened last night? You've got to let happen. Kevin Herter play through stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because now you've got this. Headed into Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You've got this now. Again, 
like the fourth time this year. No. No. Yeah, he's he's he he needs him to play well. He needs him to be bought into all this. And I'll say this, I don't usually say this type of stuff. A lot of that's going to be on Mike Brown if if it doesn't change, if it doesn't get consistent in a positive way. Yeah. Because number 1, you got control of his minutes, which I think will have a lot to do with his happiness. And number two, you you talked about it. Going back, you, this all started with that mess in training camp. Yep. And yeah, he he got to he got to make sure this is right. He has to make sure this is right. But but the the problem is though, at some point, it, it this would be me. If I'm Kevin, it's like a woman with a cheating man. How many times are you going to go back? Because didn't we just say, oh, it was the All-Star break. We said Mike's got to make sure Kevin Herter and him, Mike and Kevin and her, and it's Mike's job to make sure. Mm-hmm. Two have to be in sync for, at the time, 28, 28 27 games of the season. Mm-hmm. Those two have to be in sync. And now here we are, three years later, requesting the same thing? Mm-hmm. At some point, Kevin, and, and that's why I think, you know, we, we obviously he was frustrated. They got blown out. He didn't he didn't play. Uh, and when he did it, he didn't play particularly. So I understand it's one of those you're talking, mm-hmm. following, you're, you're, you're talking when your emotions are heightened a little bit. But we're, we're, <laughs> we're asking Mike three games later to do this again. At some point, I got to believe Mike ain't, Mike, Mike Mike ain't going to do it. I'll, I'll take uh, you're right. Now I'll take the flip side a little bit, R.I.P. Flip side, big ups. Man, good friend flip side. Man, this, this is my people's. I always wonder for the people who tune in for the first. Oh, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny flip side. That's <laughs> terrible. They pay, it's so cute how he pays tribute to flip side <laughs> every day. It, it, what I would say as well, and it's not something I don't think he's, he's done often, so maybe it's just, which hey, we need to be perfectly clear. If I was Mike, I'd tell Kevin, you got an issue, you come to me. Don't go say nothing to no reporters. Don't say nothing to no post game. Don't say nothing that'll create anything. You didn't play. There was a reason for it. If you got a question, uh, you you, I'll answer it. But don't go to the reporters with that. And like you said, I'm not gonna get on Kevin Herter too bad because they're asking him in the heat of the moment. You know, he's saying something. Maybe he said something. It's like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. And like, I'm not gonna go any further on it. But. To, to avoid all this, like we wouldn't even be having this conversation if that quote didn't come up. We, we Maybe we would have noticed, heard it. I don't think it'd be a talking point. Mm-hmm. But you said that, and if I was Mike Brown, I'd be like, look, if we're going to do this, we need to be on the same page. And the same page is, don't do that. Don't do that. I will answer every question that you have, but don't do that. And they got to get on the same page. Who knows if they can. But Mike Brown needs to realize that he needs – Kevin Herter. He needs him. Regardless if you don't like how he plays defense or not, you figure that out in the summer. Right now, you need him. And Chris Duarte, as much as I think he's played well, that's not the answer. Yeah, let's 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 uh where'd Michael go? Michael, let's be fair to Mike Brown. Herter wasn't playing well last night. It's perfectly fine. There's a lot of guys who don't play well who get opportunities to play through it, especially when their team's down big. You want to put Chris Dorte out there and let him play? That's fine. You're putting stock into his 15 second half points? No. Is anybody putting stock into Chris Dorte's 15 second half points? Uh, because no. don't tell me that that this team is inconsistent and and it, and it, and it's all downhill from here. Oh, except we're buying Chris Dorte because he scored 18 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Chris Dorte has done this before. Mm-hmm. He's been up and down too. Yeah. And so don't all of a sudden they think, oh, well, well, he's up, so he's on his way. Kings think they're on their way down, but Chris Torte, <laughs> that kid's on his way up. Right. Now, wait a minute. How's that work? And also, and no disrespect to him, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> he played matter. well. It, it did, had and, no effect on the game. And that's the thing, and, that, and, that's, and that's probably the part where I pull Kevin Herter aside too. And, and, and this, is, this is where I'll stall, stall Mike out a little bit. The game was over. It was clearly over. This wasn't a Miami Heat situation for multiple reasons. The feel of the game was different. Uh, you you weren't at home. 
and your most important player was gone. Like, this wasn't happening, and I trust. In the, any Kings fan feel like it was happening? Did any Kings fan hold on to that godforsaken broadcast last night thinking, well, we did it against the Heat. We could do it again here. Did anyone think that? I didn't. Well, no, I no. did for different reasons, but well, that's a whole other story. No, most people who didn't receive text messages that they didn't look at didn't. No one thought that was going to happen because of the feel of the game. I'm trusting, and this is what I would tell Kevin, Mike knew it too. So what's the harm in letting Chris Duarte get out there and play? That's actually what I thought of Kevin Herter not playing very much mm-hmm. was just let Chris Duarte play, like mm-hmm. whatever. But that situation feels the way it does because everything else Mike has done. Mm-hmm. Because everything else Mike and, and, and uh, Kevin have been through this season. Yeah, I agree. I, I have one, one more thing. I, I lost it. It's my fault. No, here, here it is. I got to ask Scout Recycler. He's an insider. Mm-hmm. Scout says, <laughs> uh, Mike has been fired twice for being stubborn. That's why he's better as an assistant. Scout. Fill me in on this a little bit. Mike was a 60-win coach when uh, Dan Gilbert panicked and he thought firing Mike Brown would help keep LeBron James in Cleveland the first time around. Second time around was he was coaching a bunch of veterans who were coming off a championship run, I believe, with Phil Jackson, Mm -hmm. and they didn't like the way Mike coached. Why? Anybody figured that out yet? Has anybody put the pieces of this puzzle together yet? It wasn't for being stubborn. You know what Mike does that a lot of coaches don't do, and this is something Mike is going to have to learn as Domas and De'Aaron get older. It's not something he has to worry about today. It's not something he has to worry about next year. Mm-hmm. If he has a core group that's older, that's where you start adjusting your practice times. Mm-hmm. That's where you start adjusting the things that you do. But Scout being the insider here with Mike Brown, please tell me more about he's better as an assistant. Look up Mike Brown's winning percentage as a head coach, and tell me that man is better as an assistant coach. Don't mistake our conversation for being down on Mike Brown. Mike Brown is a fantastic basketball coach. He's a fantastic coach for the Kings, and that type of thinking is played. Absolutely, and he's not hes not perfect. Just because he's not perfect don't mean he's – he got to be better. Yeah. He's got to be better, especially with this Kevin Hurd situation. But that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a situation where we don't believe – he handled it well, could have handled it differently. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Doesn't mean that he, he just isn't cut out to be the head guy or anything like that. Like, stop. Stop. That's that's kind of goofy talk. Uh, let's get Steven in here. 916-909-1320. Steven, what's happening, my brother? How you guys doing, man? It's been a while. Good to hear yeah, from man. you. man. How you been? Absolutely, man. I've been on been good, man. I've been good. So I have, I have, uh, I, I have a couple of points here. Uh, I'm going to end with uh, a question that I kind of wanted to dive into. So I feel like um, expectations. I got. I'm going to speak for myself because I'm not going to speak for other fans. I got really greedy last after last year. Okay, as far as expectations were concerned. I was it was uh, it was super high up. The, the vibes were good, the feelings were good, all that fun stuff. We broke the we broke the 16 year drought. So obviously expectations changed. The goalposts move, right? I feel like I was a victim of my own expectations, and um, that's kind of on me. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of on me because you know it's uh, it's one of those things where you know hey, vibes are good, vibes are great. You know it sounds good. Let's make the playoffs. Let's let's keep it pushing. But uh, after after uh, after a good amount of games, man, it's, it's really you really started to kind of see the the, the cracks in the armor, um, and that's kind of just where I'm at, man. I just I feel like the expectations as fans, maybe we all got a little too greedy, a little bit too ahead of ourselves, kind of like. Um, Excuse me. Uh, kind of like when Cleveland uh, had that run a couple of years ago. Everyone was saying they're a year ahead. They're a year, you know. Stephen, you're really flirting with ahead. fire here. You better get to the. You better get to the point because because Jesse's about to throw something. Yeah, he's about to dump me. All right, let me that, that's my expectation point. Um, my question to you, that's kind of just a little bit more Kings related. Um, why do the why do the why does the league not hold refs more accountable? Granted that it's um, 
we don't get to see the behind the scenes and all that, but mm-hmm. where's the accountability for, uh, for bad reps? I get that they hit the pockets, but it's, it's not looking like it's good enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that they even do that. I don't have an answer to that. We've questioned, we've questioned that for a long time. I think there's a, I don't know. We'll just stop right there. We'll come back. We'll try to answer your question, Stephen. We, 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 uh, we're going to step out. We'll come back. Phone lines are open for you. Uh, 916-909-1320 uh, if you want to talk to it. Uh, Steeler with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, back to, I don't, I don't have a question about, the. I don't have an answer about why the officials are, probably because they want a certain level of, I don't know. What's the word? I'm like, anonymity? Is that the word? Anonymous? Yeah, you're, yeah. I'm not even going to try to say it. You, right. got it. The, the, you got it. They're looking for that for them, but I don't know. I have um, no idea. Can I um, just real quick? Because last night after the Kings game, I was like, uh, yeah, let me let me go watch some, some basketball. Did you did you pay attention to college basketball at all last night? No. No. You I remember? Do you Kings. recall we were in here doing KSFM show, and I was like. I, I couldn't remember his name like specifically. I was like, hey, that dude on Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you see yeah, what yeah. he did last night? I didn't. Thirty-nine. Oh my goodness. Last night and oh my goodness against Auburn, and he was. He's a problem. He's a problem. Did guy. they win? Yeah, they won. I, I wasn't trying to be. Yeah, they, 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 okay. won. they They came back to win that game, beat Auburn in a top fifteen matchup. But uh, Dalton Connect, Dalton Connect. Excuse me. He's a problem. They 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 say, and I agree. He's probably going to be, and this is how you do things now. He's going to be the first college player taken, which means he'll probably be like fifth or sixth. But he's thirty nine. He's got he's got the three point shot. He's athletic. I think he's about six seven or so. He's a problem. Okay. Shout out to him. Get, as everybody gets ready for March Madness, remember Dalton Connect. Dalton Connect. Yeah. All right, gonna be the first, either first or second college player taken this year in the draft. So where are the first four coming from? Um, I think some overseas guys, mm. some overtime elite guys. I don't think there's gonna be any G League. Not locked night into guys. this draft at all. Cooper no. Flag is next year, right? Not yeah, this Cooper year. Flag yeah. is next year. Yeah. So there's there's a there's a couple guys. I mean, Dalton might go like three or something like that, mm. but I don't think he's going number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, us. The Notorious just asked us a couple of minutes ago, do y'all think Davion will be on this team next year? Genuinely asking. Um, I was thinking about that last night because I have no problem with the way Davion's been playing. I don't either. A lot of people None. were upset with how he played last night in, okay. in uh, sub, you know, subbing for Fox in the starting lineup. I mean... Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I, 
Do I want him to play better? Uh, I think he had what five. What did, did they want him to do? Yeah, he had. He, I think he had five on five, which might have been some people's like issue. I'm like, what did they want he only him to played do? Played sixteen minutes too. Well, that's and, and that's the other thing. Mike went away from. It wasn't just uh, Herder. He went away from. It was Herder and Davion. He went away from, and that's where we got big uh, Malik Duarte minutes there. Yeah, I think he's back unless there's a big move this offseason because they already exercised his um, option for next season as well. So he wouldn't he, be a restricted free agent until 2025. And he hasn't been in and out of the lineup. He was out mm-hmm. and in, and he's been in the lineup since. Yeah. And I think he's he's been fine. I think he's earned that spot. Yeah, he's he's been fine to me. I don't I don't I don't see too much issue with how he's played. Um, if anyone was trying to get away from someone here, I feel like it'd be Davion maybe trying to get away from the Kings. Not saying he is, but more so, I need to go find my role and find something bigger for myself in the league. I agree, but like. Yeah, if the Kings are happy with him, I don't see him leaving this offseason unless they, like I said, they trade him. For well, see, that's like different. Bigger part of a deal. I don't know if the Kings are happy with him, but I also don't know if hey, get rid of Malik. Like if we, or excuse me, uh, Davion, Davion. Davion. Um, like if we were going to rank this, there's a situation where where Davion's on the Kings next year. He's like serviceable. I can, yeah, like I can I can see this conversation happening in the uh, in the war room of the Golden One Center. Kevin, I don't think that conver- I, I don't I don't feel like that that conversation is happening. Mm. If we have to keep Kevin Herter, well, then fine. But I think we should explore options at that two position for us. That like would be to, my thought. That I, that, that would like that, to, that's my opinion. What Mike Brown thinks. And, and and here's what I would ask Mike Brown if I was Monty McNair. I'd like to know who you think that we can get realistically that's better than Kevin Herter. Realistically, that's a million dollar question. Because you're gonna, I don't know. You're gonna ship away 15 points a game to try to get 15 or more points per game and a better defender. Mm-hmm. Where where are those guys at that you can get? So, so what do we do this off season then, though? Because if like it's like the move's not there, so then what's the plan then? Because you do need that third guy still. You do need well, that third piece. Supposed to be the third guy. He is, yeah, but what that, if he's not ready? That so you're going to wait. Well, and everything's messed up. Yeah, at some point he needs to be ready. Yeah, he's the number four pick. Yeah, he, it, he, it's time. Yeah, he's 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 growing. You know, this season, like, but at some point, it's like, yeah, all right. And he looked great to start the game. And I'm not time. saying he has to be that next year, mm-hmm. but there's got to you've got to continue to see him. Now he got to be the third best player next year for sure. He's got to be a guy okay. that's giving you. Uh, 16 to 17 and nine. I mean, he's the fourth, the number four pick in the draft. Typically, the number four pick in the draft is asked to be the franchise. We're not even but asking you to be the, the franchise. Yeah, not we're not even here. asking you for that. We're asking you to consistently give me 16, 17 every night. The way he played in that first quarter, have that level of aggression and that level of intensity every single night. He had 15 in the first quarter, I think, or by the midway through the second quarter. Like, that's what we need every single night from him. Yeah, because if you're Mike Brown and Bonnie McNair too, and you're going into the next season, like I think you're not even completely sure that Keegan can do what Casey's talking about. I feel like you have to make that move because then you're just standing pat again, standing pat. Like you're just waiting and waiting and waiting. Like at some point, like you got to pounce. So, so here's the deal. And now we we've we're shifting again. But if you don't think that he can be what we're asking him to be, what we say he needs to be. I think I can. I just don't know if it's by year three. I don't know if he can wait. Because if, if you say, if you say, I don't know if he can be that in year three, I feel then he's got to be on the table to move to get somebody. Because now we're talking about jobs are going to be on the line. Mm. So if you're, I think he can. I, I think next year he's going to be the third best player and all this other stuff. But if they're in the war room and they're not certain about who he is, now this this piece that you guys say, well, we ain't trading him, now he's on the table and you see if you can go get that guy. Yeah, I think I think Keegan can be that guy, but I think Keegan can be that guy in year four, year five. Like, I'm, I don't know if, like, year three going into it, Keegan is here, like, that's our third guy. Like, if Mike Brown and Monty McNair, like, come out in press conference, like, yes, we are confident that's him, then – Fair, fair, um, that's fair or whatever, because like I said, I think he can become that player, but if he's not... I think he could be that player next year. I think he could be this, that player this year towards the tail end of this season. I do, I think... Well, we're pretty damn close to the I, tail we end. Are, we are. <laughs> he, he needs to be more aggressive than I think. He, I, I think so, too. I, he needs to 
he needs to develop an attitude. Mm. Not saying he can't be a night like he well, needs to be more demanding, especially when he's cooking. Mm. No, I don't disagree. I just don't think those things happen. They don't. I don't think so. Okay. See, there it's he's twenty something years old. He is who he is. Well, like you can get true. better that's skill. Not true. You can get better skill wise. Mentality. Your personality is the same as it was when you were twenty something. Mine's uh, not. Also, I, I'm not going to ask you. Mine's not. I do not have the same personality I did when I was twenty five or four. I'll say. I'll say. How, how old is Keegan? Twenty four. Twenty four. Probably. probably. Twenty four. Keegan can be shy, but he needs to know that he's that dude in his mind. You don't got to say it, but kind of just walk around like I got this. I'm talking. I'm talking about like basketball wise. Basketball wise, at twenty four. I was who I like my mentality, how I approached the game was that was it. That was where I ended up at at 24 years old. I didn't develop a not saying this is his issue, but I didn't develop a stronger work ethic or um, an approach to the game after that. If you know, if I was a dog at 24. Mm-hmm. That's what I stayed at, at that point. Like that kind of development, in my opinion, happens a little younger. I he, he could he could get more aggressive or whatever, but I think I I don't think it's going to be drastic. I don't think he's ever going to do a Thanasis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying in the backcourt? Oh, yeah, like I don't, don't have to do I don't think he's going to do that. I think it's always going to be on those guys to make sure. They keep him involved, and, and a little bit of him to be like, "Hey, keep, oh, that's I, what I'm talking about." That that's what I'm talking about. Is is hey, bit. yeah, a little bit, yeah. But that that right now that might be enough. He needs that. Now, it's not though. like Kawhi is. Hey, give me the ball. Give me the hey, 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 hey. That's not Kawhi. Mm. Like Kawhi's personality is stoic. He says it. Though. Keegan needs to act like it's his team too. So, hold on, hold on, one second. Say that again. He says it. That's what. That's what he's got to do. You don't have to like it's the it's the leader it's the leadership thing that we were talking about with De'Aaron. We, we we talk about leadership like because he's not screaming and yelling at guys like like other people are that he can't be a leader. Mm-hmm. It's the same with 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 Keegan. It doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be the Nassus. Mm-hmm. It's walking back to the Udo. Hey, I'm feeling it. Hey, Mike, run something. This play's running for me. Mm-hmm. He, yo, he could he could do that. I mean, if he could look at Mike Brown and say "f you" or whatever, whatever happened right. in that game, he sure as hell can tell Mike, "Hey, run, coming out of a timeout or going into or wherever you want, hey, hey, a fit three or four. Mm-hmm. There's no question where the ball should go. Start give it, give, give it to De'Aaron, let De'Aaron work. But this play needs to be run for me. The the other aspect of that, or though, Domas or whoever. And, and I think I think he 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 can grow into those type of moments for sure, but. I also say we we're always looking at this almost like a um, like you talk about like workout people like uh, don't be a start Monday person. Mm-hmm. Don't start next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure we've been saying they. I'm pretty sure Doug Christie has talked to him and said this is what we need from you, Mike Brown. This is what we need from you. Probably as far back as December, right? Like mm-hmm. this is who you need to be, De'Aaron Fox. Hey, Keegan, come on. You know, we've been working all summer. It's now it's your time to do work. Like, let's do work. Like, you don't have to wait till your third, fourth year. You can do this Friday. Hell, to be honest with you, look like he did that yesterday. Look like he came out with a different yeah. mindset yeah. to start that game. But why do you think that was? He might have been pissed off about the way the game ended on Monday. Or De'Aaron was gone. There's that too. I feel like he's got to play like – like you're not a you're not a Kevin Herter on this team. You're not a Malik Monk. You're not a Harrison Barnes. You're a Darren Fox and um, Demontis Sabonis. At least that's what Monty McNair and like Mike Brown are counting on. I feel like he's got to more so like move himself into that role and be like, yes, I'm going to get my shots. Like I'm the third guy. Like he needs to, like just play that role mm-hmm. instead of just like like I said, just acting like you're another role player or something else. I think he can. I think he can do that immediately. I think he can do that right now. I think he can do that in his third year. Um. 
but you know it's 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 up to him. It's up to him. What, what he can he literally feels like he's one of those guys to be as good as he wants to be. You know, if if he puts his 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 mind to it, he can do a lot in this league and do a lot for this team. But talking about the the whole roster building aspect of it, we mentioned a little bit yesterday. It changes everything. If Keegan is your third scorer, your third best player, now you don't you're not in search for that anymore. You don't necessarily have to give up three first round picks and you know two thirds of your starting lineup to get Mikael Bridges. You don't have to like you can if you want to, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know you yeah. can go go get Cam Johnson for less, or maybe even Finney Smith or something like that because you have those three scores along with Malik Monk. Now now you can you can piece this thing together a little bit more. So, uh, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Got our brother TC there. TC, what's going on, baby? Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? What TC, up, TC, you on the move? Oh man, just vibing. Hey, check it out. So, hey, I'm with both of y'all a, a, a thousand percent about Mike Brown should they handle the Kevin Herter situation different in the beginning of the season. So, but at the same time, we can't cry for spilling. We go, we got to move on. I'm with you, Kenny, uh, as far as not being afraid of nobody. Either we shoot, we shooting for the fifth or sixth seed, or if we got to get in at the plan, we ain't afraid to play nobody. That's how this team need to be thinking. Like, man, however we get in, we get in, and we about to we about to make some noise. Seriously, as far as Keegan, last night I seen something different, Kenny. I did. I seen like in the first half, he was aggressive. He was shooting his shots. But check it out, Keegan. We shouldn't have, as an organization, as a coach, teammates, we shouldn't have to keep telling you that, bro. Like, you're the third guy. We told you so many times, the general manager, outside reporters, everybody says you're the third guy, bro. So start acting like it. If you don't want to act like it, then when we go into this offseason, I'm with you, Kenny. We got to start looking at, like, if you don't want to be that guy, bro, then we got to put you on the table instead of taking you off the table to move in and get that guy. I'm not saying Trey Keegan, I love him, but, bro, this is getting old now. The whole, oh, we got to get him involved. We need a super motivator. Everybody on the team has to motivate this guy to shoot. No, bro, shoot the ball 17 times a game. You're the guy, bro. Stop playing. If you don't, if you want to be a laid back guy and you don't want to be that guy, then we can move on from him, bro, and get somebody in here that want to help these other guys out. That's all I got. That's it, huh? <laughs> okay. I love TC. I love TC. I'm clipping that, sending that to Keegan. Or Keegan. <laughs> General Manager West TC. TC basically said, I love you, but step up. Come on. See, West Wilcox might be moving. I didn't see that. Yeah, uh, apparently, the, 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 the new head of basketball operations in Charlotte mm. is a West Wilcox fan. Mm. Um, wow. Where did it? Start. Um, he, he's not wrong. A couple times well, you went a little a drastic, like, but he's not necessarily wrong. That's fine. We're talking about a se- we're talking about a second year player. We're talking about a guy in his second year in the NBA. How second year in the NBA? How many years? I, I'm really asking. Was he two or three years in college? I think it was three. He must have been three because Chris was one more, right? Yeah, Chris. This was Chris, Chris and Chris was year? four. Okay. I think Chris was four. Okay, and we know Monty likes old dudes. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I mean, like he's not. It's not a. It's not a nineteen-year-old that came into the NBA. Yeah, it's still not an NBA for Jesse. Well, there's also the point where the Kings are just on a timeline. They kind of need him to speed up and get on too. Like, like it's not the Detroit Pit, Detroit Pistons with like Jaden Ivey, like we'll bring you along. Like it's just, it's not fair to Keegan, but it's also this kind of the point. If he's not going to be that going into year three, then you kind of got to go and figure it out yourself because your timeline is, it's different now. Like you're trying to win games and stuff like that. You're trying to do better by Darren Fox and Demonte Sabonis. So it's just kind of, it's not fair to Keegan. Like you're right, but it's just kind of like it's just what, what it is right now. Y'all are wild. It's still been two years, and you telling him, hey, if you can't cut it by the third, you're with you somewhere. Well, see, that's where I say he jumped out the window. That's not, that's not the, that's that's not how I would approach it. But like I said, because I I think he can do all this 
in the third year and all this stuff. I think he can be everything they need him to be, they want him to be in the third year. But the original premise was where TC jumped out the window just a little bit. As I said, if you don't think he can be that in your third year, he can't be a guy that's off the table. But that's not just what TC said. Isn't that what you said? No, I Jesse? didn't say to trade him. I didn't say to trade him. And, I, and, it's, and it's if you don't – not if he's not You didn't performing. say if he enters – if he can't be that guy into the third year, you can move him? You didn't say that? I didn't say to move him. It was said. It was said, but I didn't say it. Oh. Who oh. said No, oh, you I, said it? I, no, this is what I said. If oh, now we're fighting each other. No, no, no. no he said he said you, he's not no, off the table. Who made the Warriors game. post? <laughs> Casey didn't say to trade him. Casey didn't say no, to trade him. No, you I said, said I said if you're in the war room and you're having conversations and you don't believe that Keegan is ready to be that 16-17 point per game score and your third best player in that third year, then he can't be off the table. Give anymore. me give me that number again. 16, 17 points. So a if game. he's fifteen, which I think is what he is right now, you're 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 hey, you're willing to go? I don't I mean there's I don't, one player that I can think of. Let's not be stupid either. There's one player realistically that I could think of in the entire league where I'd listen. And it's that kid in Brooklyn. Other than that, who are we talking about? I'm not I'm not I mean I don't. I. I, I don't. I, I can. I can. It's look at the, the kid in Brooklyn, quick. and that's it. If I'm Monty McNair going into the offseason, like I'm not trying to trade Keegan. Like I'm just probably trying to do the best I can. Like if it's not like getting the best I can without giving so, him up. So, so if you don't believe that, if it's if you wouldn't do it for Jeremy Grant, Keegan. No, I absolutely would not. Absolutely. Keegan Murray put Keegan Murray in a trade for Jeremy Grant. Absolutely not. But I feel like Jeremy no. Grant's a guy you can maybe no. get away with adding Kevin Herter and add some salary, throwing no. three first round picks for um, Portland, and you get him that way and still keep Keegan. Like I don't think Jeremy Grant's yeah, a Keegan. I'm not including. Either. I am not including Keegan Murray in a Jeremy Grant trade. Absolutely. I think there's one player only, and it's Mikel Bridges. So but that's okay. it. So this is my, but this is my point though. If we're having the same conversation, we're having this. This is what you're evaluating. The, by by, and this is what I believe. We're not having these conversations about Keegan Murray needing to step up, needing to know that he's the third best player in year three. I don't believe we're having those conversations. I agree. But if we, if you think we're going to have those same conversations, I think you need to look. You need to be open to upgrade. But you can't. Ha- but you can't enter the season thinking, "Well, I don't think this." Ki-. If 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 you're if you're Monty. Mm-hmm. And you're entering next year going, I don't think Keegan's the guy to take that next step. You already screwed up. If you're entering the if you're if you're entering his third year and that you as the general manager, the guy that drafted him, that's what you think, you're cooked. But that's what we're that's what we were talking about. Oh, like that, we all so, we, so they, but here's the thing though. That's a Monty McNair problem. Well, that, that's because we're in the war room. Now now my <laughs> issue is Monty Monty now Monty's gotta go. Well, well, I don't know, but that, yeah, but that's because, how, that's how that's all this all this started you, because me and Jesse were like, he's your number four pick. But you that's can't, exactly what you should you be expecting. You can't possibly know that answer if you again if you know that. Hey, Monty, I, I don't think Keegan's going to be able to do what we want to heading into his <clears throat> third freaking year. See the way you're saying you. that his third year. He his third. So he well, so he you, shouldn't be expected to be the third best player next year. He expected. It, no, he already is the third best player. He shouldn't be expected to, to not have these he conversations. He already is. I'm, but it's what I'm telling you. He shouldn't be expected. These conversations should never exist anymore. These correct? are conversations that don't need to be had, in my opinion. No, I'm what we're talking about, he needs to be more assertive. He needs no, to be absolutely. Going, like absolutely. That, that should be done next but, year, right? Yeah, it should that, be. That's what that's absolutely. all I'm saying. Yes. Absolutely. That should be done. That's what, and that's what we agree on. And if you and I think we uh, I, I won't speak for anybody else. I believe we won't have those conversations next year. I believe that Keegan will be everything that you need him to be in year three. I don't care if it's just year three. But if like I think he'll my, get it, but we'll be fine. My point is, if we're fifty games into the season mm-hmm. and we are having this conversation because Keegan Murray is averaging fifteen points, Keegan Murray's having an identical season to this one, give or take. I, it's not the end of the world to me. It's the way, but I, I do is think it- it's. It's like this King season. It's the way it looks, right? Like if he's having 15 and he's being assertive and everything's good and it's just like, ah, he's good at 15 and everything's good, 
I don't think we're having this conversation. But if he's averaging 15 and we're like, because Keegan, Keegan disappears sometimes or he's not assertive, I do think that's a problem. Um, does that make sense? Like, does that yeah. is there? Do you see the difference? Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone here is trying to trade Keegan. Like, that's not the case. We're talking about, but three yeah. of you are. <laughs> no, whoa, no, whoa, Casey, whoa. No, Casey, no, no, Casey, no, Casey. I ain't trying to trade Keegan. Casey's the only one. Casey, TC, and JT. <laughs> what did I? If, if Keegan's going 18, uh, 18 points like <laughs> get, per game, give that's me fine Matt, next Give year. me Matt George on this show. <laughs> people were saying in the chat like he's already the third best player, but. He's not giving you like what they need for third best player production. You need that eighteen to twenty. Like, yes, he could be the third best player right now, but I need the production that goes with. And that. he's I also the, not. I, I need the eighteen to twenty. I need. Bad, no, you're good. I need like, like the Kings need that. He, he's also not the third best player. He's not. He's the fourth best player. Who's the third? Monk or Sab- Sabonis, however you want to put it. Keegan's not better than those two. You think you think Keegan right now is better than Malik Monk? Yes. I think Monk's had probably more of an impact, I think. I think he's better than Malik Monk. I disagree. Better. I think he's better. More important? I don't know. It's Dom. It's De'Aaron, Domas, and Keegan Murray. In no, my Keegan's opinion. probably got to take there, – there should be no debate. There should be no, no caveats. To be honest, that's what you're looking for, right? Like, it shouldn't be he's better, but he's not more important. For your third best player, he needs to be clearly be both. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, it's a, it's also a testament to Malik Monk. Yeah, for sure. I I I mean, I'm not saying that. Saying like, it's as a knock on Malik Monk. I think Malik Monk is 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 bad, Is the third best player? Okay. I mean, I, we had conversations this year about if he was the second best player. Well, yeah, we did. We did. To be fair, you started those conversations. <laughs> I didn't. So we don't do that as if we just casually remember, grabbed a remember cigar. Remember when we started the conversation as, about As if we Mark? just had a cigar and a drink no, and we're Casey's talking about was like, Yeah, remember we talked about reality. The conversation was Casey talking about Dilo's like, yeah, sure, I could see that. Yeah, maybe. That's how the conversation probably well, went. We had, on me. we had discussions of trading. <laughs> ain't that how it goes in the NBA? Yeah. We yeah, had discussions that, uh, of trading. It, no, we, ain't no we. we didn't have discussions at all. TC, KC, JT. That's who had discussions. And in conclusion, nobody here wants to trade Keegan Murray. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to trade. Keegan. I'm about to creatively edit this show, like you know, they what? Did. I had your back uh- when they jumped you for some bonus, and I'm we're not getting that same. Well, now respect you're trying here. to trade Keegan. <laughs> we're not getting that same respect here. Yeah, I'm just. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clip this conversation <laughs> like they did with Darvin Ham talking about whipping it out oh, on the bench. Oh, whoa, whoa! Hey, you hear him say it? Hey, whoa. go ahead, throw a flag. I don't care. No, I'm not feeling the officials today. Blow your little stupid whistle if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> lost, yeah. I've, I've lost all control hey, look, of this no, game. Wait, 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 I'm so, like, whoa! You see that? Wait, yeah. Wait till. Get wait, yeah. I got I got Draymond Caraway over here. No, that's fine. Look, and and to clarify. I also believe gonna hit you with it. I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit you with the uh, 95.7 Kenny dot 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 <laughs> trade Keegan dot dot dot. I also believe that Keegan will reach every expectation that we set out for him and going into some. next year. Yep. I, I I'm not I'm not worried about Keegan Murray at all. I think he's gonna be everything they need him to be next year. And uh-huh. I mean, and I'm not giving up on the rest of this year. I think I. Maybe I'm pie in the sky with it. I I feel he's gonna close out the season strong. The only two I'm I'm like concerned about really is is Herder and Barnes. If we're gonna get that same level of of production that we've seen from them in the last three no, weeks or so, if we're look. gonna get that consistently down the stretch. Tough look for HB yesterday. Tough look for both of them yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the T-Wolves game, uh, a little bit of NFL news. Matt George is going to join us in the final hour of the show. Hey. Of course, I haven't texted him to confirm this. I just We uh, we, we also we're going to talk about um, NCAA football and what they're, trying, <laughs> what they're trying to do with their playoffs. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's an inside joke. <laughs> I was thinking Literally. about that this morning. I was like, man, we still ain't never got to that. Been on, the, and, it, and it's funny, like it keeps changing. It's been on our. It's been what on was our, that? Was it Russell Wilson last year? Is that the one that like kept staying on the Russell Wilson? Yeah, what, the, what happened with the Broncos? Like the situation with the Broncos? It got moved from a Monday. Bro, we had Friday. it. We had it written down to where they were just talking about moving it to a twelve team, and now we're already getting to fourteen. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. That's facts. That's facts. So no, actually, what happened was they had the twelve team. <laughs> 
there were we had it written in with the discussions of the 16, and now apparently it's 14. I was so confused looking at the round. I thought we already put this down. No, we did. Shut up. Oh, no, man. No, Shout sorry. out college football, man. See the Casey. Game is coming back. It's ESPN 1320. Shout out to the dope ones indeed. Yeah, here we Y'all here making moves, man. You making moves, I'm telling you. That's what he do. 916-909-1320. If you want to get in on the conversation, Matt George is going to join us the final hour of the show. Finally, I'll have some backup when it comes to to Keegan Murray in this broadcast. (laughs) Matt George is coming in hot, no doubt. (laughs) I'm going to put Matt George on the screen and just leave. Let him cook, y'all. Couple of real quick NFL notes. Um, John Lynch says he 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 wants Brandon Ayuk to stay around, and says that the Forty ers have a a great track record of making sure that their guys get get signed. Uh, is it Tom Telesco, the general manager for the Raiders? Says yep. uh, Devontae's a Raider; he ain't going nowhere. Uh, two very situation, two very different situations there with Devontae Adams and uh, Brandon Ayuk. But uh, as we're approaching. You know, we got the combine on and the draft's not too far away, free agency, all of that stuff. Uh, some pretty strong statements from both general managers right there. Of course, John Lynch, I'm sure, is feeling very, very good after the cap went up late last week and he had much more money to spend on his wide receiver. It's a good look. That's a good look. Um, yeah, just, you know, bring these guys on back. You know, let's try it one more time. Um, we're, I don't know, what, three weeks, Super Bowl, maybe four? Yeah, I'm still not feeling football. This is the last dance for this group? Oh, yeah, for this group. I mean, I, I saw some reports, and and rightfully so. I mean, it's not it's not because I don't like these guys or anything like that, but it's just the nature of the beast in football, and particularly when you have a salary cap. I saw some things. They're looking heavy at tight end in this draft. Mm. You know, they're going to be looking um, no direct terms for Kittle's replacement. Uh, they're going to be there, – there's – this is this draft is going to be very important because it's the next wave of guys, at least what you hope, the next wave for you know a program that you've created there in San Francisco, Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. You're going to have to on some guys that are going to be guys that that uh, fill in for some people you're going to move on from. Who, so who's core core for the 49ers? This new age group. Then we won't talk about the rookies. Obviously, they can draft, but who's core core? Ayuk. McCaffrey, Brock. Brock. Well, I, so I got a question about McCaffrey because mm-hmm. he's getting close to that. He's getting close to that age, that running back disregarded into. I, I think so. I think, well, you're always looking for, especially with Kyle, you're always looking for another running back, not necessarily to start over McCaffrey, mm-hmm. but somebody that you can play alongside with him. Core core, because this is football, this isn't basketball. Core core meaning the next three years? Three to four, just more so like four. when we hit this, like after we get done with the Kittles and stuff like that, like this is like this new age 49ers mm-hmm. team or whatever. Yeah, so okay. like Ayuk uh, is here. Like the guys you're building around, your foundations. Brock, I'll, put, I'll still put McCaffrey in there. Brock, McCaffrey, Ayuk, um, Fred Warner, and Nick Bosa. Okay. And then you got you got guys like, Ufanga, Jair Brown, like mm-hmm. I think they're gonna demand the the back half of the secondary. But you know those, uh, I mean Ufanga wasn't all pro, but they're, they're good, say, good players. Yeah, but not not the ones that the, are written about. Right, right. McCaffrey's also twenty eight in June. Unrest- oh, he got a little more time than I thought. Unrestricted I thought- free agent in twenty twenty six. Yeah, I think he he definitely goes towards that contract. Maybe they restructure and he stays. I mean, I, I think they're... I think he signs a fake extension that they say is like four years, but it's two, and that gets him to 31, 32. I, I really do believe, um, and, and this is hard to say because of the way football is, I think he plays the majority of the rest of his career with the 49ers. I'll say, like, if he's putting up production and he's not going for these crazy contracts because they're not paying those out, like, he's not going to get another massive back, I don't think, but, like... You saw with Raheem Mostert in the Dolphins. At his best year, was healthy, led the league in touchdowns, or was around there. Like you can still play ball as a running back. Um, getting older, the there's one all that, sorts of running backs available out there, and the good ones too. You're saying Saquon might be on the move. I don't think there's any might about it, right? Yeah, they, he the wasn't Giants are tagged. The, the Giants are sort of talking like they might tag, like like oh, we might tag him, or we still could work. Oh, out we're a not deal, past but, that. How long is that? Pay, how long is that tag period? Um, let me check the date. Like three weeks. 
don't know. Isn't the isn't this? No, it can't be because I would have heard about it. The start of the league year isn't tomorrow, is it? No, March fifth. No. It'll be next week or the week after that. March fifth is the tag deadline. So next Tuesday. Okay. So the the new and league year free agency or starts like right after that. I always thought it was the first. That's why I always thought about it. But maybe they changed it when the the season got pushed back. New league year is March thirteenth. Yeah, they probably pushed it back a week or so. Because it used to be, before they added another game, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was March 1st. I mm-hmm. think there's a legal tamp- tampering period before, something like that. There's oh, some, there's some, there's some, there's Yeah, there's legal tampering. There's some, there's some rule why they did move it back, though, because it was, you're right, it was, like, earlier. Legal tampering. Um, speaking of the the, the, the 49ers and the core core, you see who is not in that statement. That kind of hurts me. He'd be, he'd be in my core core. If he if they find a way to make the money work, I ain't, I'm not moving on from Debo. Debo, I'm not moving on from Debo. I'm not. I will try to make the money work and all this other stuff. But a lot of people talking about trading right now. That's asinine. So you want Debo and Keegan Murray out of your see, favorite teams? See, you, hear, you see what the media does? I just want to make sure. I I'm just trying you to paint an accurate. This picture. is why. This is why don't nobody go to the podium. Media. Keon Ellis, your thoughts. <laughs> Joe, come in and talk. Yeah, Joe Brazil, get in here. <laughs> I mean, Debo, though, it's like... Joe, and it's, Joe would be excited. Oh, Joe would be hyped. What do you guys Joe need? Joe would be Joe excited. Joe would break it down, man. Yeah, Debo, I'm... Nervous I'm, I'm, as hell. Joe would be scared to death. <laughs> you would actually see the beads of sweat for, form from that young man's forehead. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping Debo, man. I'm keeping Debo. I think, especially... You no, know you're well, not. Like, you just left him out of your core core. I think that's... What, Literally seconds ago. I, that's not my core core. That is... I guess, so if you're asking me what my core core is, yes, Debo's in there. But I think they got to figure out a way to make it work the money. Yeah, is having two $25 million receivers good business? Yeah, he's, he's got to... He's got to work with me. I want to keep him as core core, but he's got to work with me a little bit. But that's that's my boy Debo. Debo might be my favorite player on the team. That Debo jersey's on its way. Yeah, it is. It is this summer. You're not going to summer. Get it. He's not it's even going to be on the team by the well, time now, you go to. Yeah, now it. I'm getting kind of scared off from getting it. But uh, yeah, that's my boy Debo. If he's if he's there, I'll, I'll look. I'll take the chance. One year of of wearing a Debo jersey. It's a dangerous I'll take the game chance. to play, buddy. <laughs> Throw it up right next to your Trey Lance jersey. Yeah. Yeah, you could I'll you take, could have your hall of never made it. I'll I'll take I'll take the chance. I'll take the chance. Two two football things real quick. Um that I that just came to my mind as we started talking about this. You see the streets are saying Justin Fields to the Falcons is like a done deal. I did I didn't. I assumed something was going on with Justin Fields because franchises don't just start talking about a quarterback and we're gonna do right by without already having have had the discussions. Like it's I, I hate I get it. I get it's a game. We talked about that earlier. We're just we're all we're all part of this game that they publicly play. Just a note for those who maybe don't pay as close of attention as we do. If a franchise is talking about whether to trade a player or not, they probably already have. Right. Right. Oh, you know, we're going to do right by Justin and you know, if we decide to move on from him, he'll know within the next week. What he's saying is the deal with, I guess in this case, the Atlanta Falcons will be done in the next week. I love that for Justin Fields, too. Yeah, that's true. Like, that is, you throw him with Bijan, you got um, Cordell Patterson there, Pitts, yeah. you got Drake London, like, he's got weapons, things to work with. That's that's solid, if, it, if that does happen. The streets are saying it's it's a done deal. Um, when you say the streets, it's just like you walk outside, the streets collectively talk to you? You just hear things. You talk to people. You know what I'm saying? You, they talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'm in the streets. Is this the same when the you couch. say you got your ear to the streets? Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm in the streets, literally. Sometimes Which is also I'm on the, the Odyssey couch. app. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this one wasn't on the Odyssey app. You know what I mean? I, I got, I got, I got my ears to the streets at all times. People talk to me. Mm-hmm. So you have a that's very, what the people are saying. You're very inviting. The streets are also Twitter, too, sometimes. Well, that's true. Well, that could be. I, saw, I, saw, I, saw the, I saw the clip, too. It could be. So did you see, you saw the clip of him in his in his house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Justin Fields, I don't know, I'm assuming you hadn't seen it. He His manager, I think it was, put on his stories a clip of Justin Fields, like, jumping for joy in his kitchen. So the thought is he was just told. Mm. what's going to happen. And I, I didn't even know this. He's from he's from Atlanta. 
or from okay. Georgia or something like that. So him going back home was was, was what got him hyped up. That's what That's the story stuff. is. Good stuff. Um, the other thing that boy, I they're not to, selling that pick, huh? No. I mean, I get it. If you if you're all in, if you if if you're all in on a player, I get it. But man, sure feels like you could have. Fix your team up. If you believe the hype about Caleb Williams, I think you take Caleb Williams. I think, look, it's pretty much I what think, it is right now, though. I right? think I think Caleb is better than Justin Fields. Yeah, honestly, if I'm if it's coming down, I, like there's a draft or whatever. If Justin Fields, I can draft him. Or I can draft Caleb Williams. I'm not even thinking twice. I don't think. Yeah. And I think I the, I I go back and forth with Justin Fields because, like I said, my man, shout out to my man Alan Knox, biggest Bears fan I know. Sorry, Manny, I know you too. You're big Bears fan as well. But um and uh my neighbor uh foe he's a big Bears fan as well I guess I know more Bears fans. Yeah, you got a yeah you got a big Bears community there <laughs> locked locked on Bears coming with Kenny Caraway, goodness gracious monsters of the Benway with Kenny <laughs> Caraway <laughs> my goodness man yeah man I, I didn't realize so I just said it but my man Allen I talked to him a lot and he was saying mid to late season yeah Phil's got to go mm. like he's I didn't seen every. And he was like really hype. He's got a Fields jersey. He was really hype when it when they drafted him. He's like, yeah. nah, he ain't it. Yeah. He's not it. And then he started to play better towards the end of the year, and he kind of changed his tune a little bit. He's like, well, you know, you can get a lot, you know, with that first pick. Uh, maybe I'll do that and hold on to Justin or whatever. But yeah, it's just it's been hit or miss with, with Justin Fields a lot of times. And and then people don't know where to place the blame. They don't know where to say it's Fields because. He just hasn't played well, or he's been set up for failure, and that's a tough position to be on. But I think, I think I would, I would draft Caleb Williams. I think that's what I would do for the situations of what they are now. Yeah, I'd take Caleb Williams, but I also don't think the Bears did right by him either. Mm-hmm. Oh, like they definitely I definitely did not. Yeah, I think like I think we're past like doing right by Justin Fields. So it's like it's best for maybe both for best for Fields to move on. I think, but yeah. like the Bears didn't do right by him. Yeah, for sure. Mm. The other thing that I wanted to mention, I just feel like that team has a lot of positions they could fill they do you're gonna get some of that though you're gonna get you're not maybe not the number one pick but you're gonna get some of it for justin fields you're see not, but when we hearing too nothing back in return like the coaching staff kind of not letting him fully play and stuff like that they were kind of holding him back like it's just the staff's not right for him i don't think that too yeah that's why the raiders news broke my heart the the offensive coordinator yeah it was like oh well all right that's see how that plays out so i and i don't know how real justin fields to the to the Raiders ever was. It was a fun conversation, but it became very unreal very, very quickly mm. when when Antonio Pierce brought the old uh, Bears. Bears coordinator in. That Oh, that was the other thing. So Get a text from your Bears insider? No, oh. no. It reminded me, though. I, meant to, I saw this today, this morning, not too long ago. And it, just, it just stood out. Right now. Huh. Um, did you see that post about how much Caleb Williams made from NIL deals? Ten million? Ten million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's that's Archie money. <laughs> he made ten million dollars. That's Archie money. What was Shador? Deals. Six? Shador was six, yeah. Shador Shador was six last year. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens this year. Yeah. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 